Hey there, welcome to the We Miss Marty podcast. I'm here with Laura Kessel. Laura, how's it going? Good, good. I said your name right. I almost <laughs> butchered up last week, but I'm glad I said it right this time. So, very good. Well, hey, we made it. We got to season one of Frasier, uh, the big season premiere of season two, a slow tango in, Par- in uh, Seattle. I almost said Paris for some reason. <laughs> Because um, that's a movie, Last Tango in Paris. Yeah. <laughs> in a kind book, of, probably. I don't know. I, some some quick thoughts first. Um, You know, Frasier had that real, like, kind of cliffhanger the one year when Niles and Daphne first got together, and you, know, you wonder what would happen. This really wasn't a cliffhanger. It was a good episode, but, you know, kind of going back into the same stuff we would normally expect. Frasier kind of played differently in other shows like that, would you say? This was a lot like like a quieter episode. Yeah. You know? it. it I mean, not so much slow, but there really was not a ton going on, you know? Yeah. It was only one real story that everybody was involved in, at least for the first half. The second half, it was just him. So. It, it, and again, I remind myself of this because I try to evaluate a sitcom like it's you know something that happened to our friends in real life. But you know, okay, if you had your first time as a young person with an older person, yeah, that would stick with you. I, I totally understand. Mm-hmm. I totally get it. But man, because if you really look at the crux of the episode, and maybe it wasn't as believable to me. Okay, yeah, I think Frazier saw some effects. Um, of him hooking up with his piano teacher. But then the bigger picture, his anger wasn't really like, oh, how dare you did this to me, piano teacher. It was more of knocking the appropriate credit in a book. It's it's not even that, hey, give me 10% of whatever you made in the book. I mean, if he wrote a sentence in the book, Frazier's happy. I mean, I guess it plays to Frazier being neurotic about stuff. But man, I'm like, at the end of the episode, I'm like, he's upset about this? I mean, you would think he would want more than that. Well, I think he changes what he's upset about. And I think it was Niles that made it change. Because mm-hmm. uh, I wrote down, um, like, there were three big emotions in the beginning. Um, Marty was very angry that the woman did this. <laughs> Basically paying he was paying the guy, the woman, to have sex. Oh yeah. Fun. Niles, of course, was jealous because he took lessons with the same person and just got piano lessons. Right. <laughs> and Fraser was pissed, and I wrote, I wrote down that Fraser is angry at the guy. For I mean, I, the funny thing was, like, it sort of moved in between. He was angry about him, you know, not keeping this a secret. And he was also angry about um, not getting credit, you know? Okay. So the question remained, it still remains, is why did he bother? Why did he tell him at all, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, if it was something that personal and that important to him, why would he share it with somebody that he met in a bar, you know? Yeah. He was basically talking cheers, you know? Right. So... You know, he talked about it, you know, with with the guy sitting at the bar, you know. Well, and he's yeah. shocked that the guy didn't keep the secret, you know. Well, I'm trying to figure out what the etiquette would be of a... I mean, it was a fiction book based on true life, but it was a fiction book. 
Right. I mean, okay, we're journalists. Obviously, we need to attribute somebody. We need to quote somebody properly and everything. I, I wonder what the ethics is if, if you hear a story. Like, if I tell you a story in the podcast, you're like, oh, man, I want to write a novel about this. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, you know, being friendly, uh, give me props. Or you might say, hey, Chris, you want to write something together? What a great story. But I don't know if there's a definite ethics like there is in journalism and stuff like that. Yeah. This is a fiction book. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's his story. You know, it's kind of like, you know, you see it. Oh, excuse me. You see it when um, there's people who come out and say, you know, that this movie was my story or, you know, this this episode or whatever was my story. And sometimes they win big money because, you know, something's worth something. But... um, Honestly, to be honest with you, I don't think he was mad about I don't think he was mad about him telling the story really at all. Okay. What do you, you think know? his anger came in? I think he was pissed because he got didn't get credit and he was pissed that um that the guy shared it. Not hmm. okay. Not necessarily that he was going to write about it, you know. I don't think that's what made him mad. I think he was just mad that Frazier didn't. Frazier was mad because Frazier didn't get to do whatever with the story. Oh, okay. So, which is strange too, but it was a guy he met in the bar. Right. Well, like, give me one thing. Okay, you and I have worked together. We're doing this now. We yeah. have a working relationship. So, I could imagine in that relationship, there's a more uh, accountability is probably too strong of a word, but th- th- there's a, hey, you know, we're doing this. Okay, let's base this on what we've done in the past. Well, if you may, a guy in the bar, I mean, good night, you know? <laughs> I, yeah. I mean. It just, um, you know, the funny, like, you know, he was trying to like, or some, maybe it was, maybe it was Roz. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. You know, they were, everybody was trying to make excuses for the guy. You know, maybe he didn't remember, you know, whatever. But, you know, he walked in the door, and as soon as he started talking to him, the guy knew exactly who he was, you know. Right. And he knew exactly what had happened. And, of course, he starts crying to make it seem like, you know, he felt bad. I don't think he did. (laughs) I wonder, too, would that be difficult? Because, you know, when you look at Roz and uh, Frazier's family, there's a – just an assumption that Frazier's been aloof in love. He's not like Don Juan. He hasn't been with a million women or anything. Right. I, you think Frazier, I think you kind of answered this already by saying, hey, he wanted to tell his story. But do you think there, maybe Frazier was a little upset that no one believed him? You know what I mean? Well, I thought, you know, Marty had the, Marty had a line saying mm-hmm. that he was, <laughs> when he cracked a joke about, you know, you mean he wrote about the time that you conceived Frederick? Yeah, yeah. Though, you know, he had only had sex once, and then he yes. said, um, Marty said, I'm just glad it happened more than once, you know. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, I don't know. I, but I will say that Daphne and Niles together, I think, caused the change in what Frazier was concentrating on. Yeah, he was sitting in that chair reading the book there was a funny moment where he goes through like he turned he turns a bunch of pages to get through all the flowery language that the guy used to describe mm-hmm. the situation 
And then um, Niles says, you know, you're obviously, you obviously have guilt for what you did to this woman. So what are you going to do about it? How are you going to handle your guilt? Because you, you're obviously bothered by it. So um, I think they, you know, they caused him to have like this earth change, you know, like the earth moved and he, his situation switched. Well, yeah, I know she, he kind of like kind of left her hanging and everything, but mm -hmm. usually you don't have that conversation with the younger person. Like if it's a really old, younger, you know, relationship, it's not, I don't know how old Fraser was at the time. I mean, was he 18? I, I guess probably. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. yeah so he was at least legal age, you know. Yeah. But, you but, know, it's funny, you know, when when he went there and he finally got to talk to the, the actual lady, <laughs> um, you know, she said that it was a very meaningful time in her life as well, that he should not apologize to her for what had happened because right. she, there was no reason to apologize. So it meant something to her too. I mean, it turns out that she's kind of a baby snatcher you know yeah oh yeah and that part was amusing i i, I enjoyed that yeah. part i mean I, I liked the episode i i thought it was a little bit hard to fathom maybe that was just kind of my personal thoughts on what mm -hmm. fraser went through but i really enjoyed the end when fraser went over to try to find a woman and um you know, yeah older lady that which I, I believe was her mother Yes. Um, and, you know, she didn't remember anything. And then a slightly less older lady came in. And yeah. um, I, I loved how that the younger woman that he was with before, you know, hey, she's with younger guys all the time. I mean, yeah. you know, Fraser asked her out and she said, hey, nope. And then a younger guy comes in. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I love that turnaround. And I love how the older woman was into it. I mean, yeah. she's like, all right, well, I put, let's get together. I I put a raindrop on my nose. Yes, yes. <laughs> that, that, I, was that moment when, and that moment with the older lady, and then when he's like, oh, you look wonderful to the girl that, to the lady that it actually was. And she says, sure, when you compare me to my mom, you know? Yes, yes. <laughs> that, and also Daphne whacking Frazier in the head with the blow. Oh, yeah. Those are my favorite moments from this episode. I mean, it's a it's a good episode. It's just a little different than most of them, right? You know, um, it's. I will tell you that when I turned on my TV today to start watching, I was watching the wrong episode. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I'm like, man, I thought this was about him and his this woman, you know. <laughs> and then I went back. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm in the wrong one. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I had to go and watch this one instead, but. Uh, you know, we, we haven't mentioned the fact that the author of the book, who, you know, is another one of those people that Roz said was going to be her husband, you know, um, was uh, John O'Hurley. Yeah, the great J. Perrin from Seinfeld. Yeah. Very young. When he was a very young man, he was in a lot of soap operas. Mm -hmm. And then when he got older, um, you know, not old, old, but when he was probably middle-aged, he became Jay Peterman um, yeah. on the Seinfeld, on the Seinfeld shows. So was he, was, he was very Jay Peterman like, if you noticed. Yeah. I'm trying to remember the timeline of Seinfeld versus Frazier. I mean, he was on Seinfeld probably at that time. Right. So. Yeah. I don't know. I'd have to yeah. look. Um, uh, 
she didn't go to work for Peterman for a while. Um, oh, on Seinfeld. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because Peterman didn't appear until later on in the series. Right. Um, I was thinking, and I didn't look this up, and we probably have to think about this a little bit more, but, you know, you had O'Hurley, who was Peterman on Seinfeld, appeared on a Fraser. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think about Daphne, how she appears on the um, – the contest, infamously, um, I think that was probably the only crossover I would imagine of, of a bigger character. Like I'm sure, maybe a smaller character, maybe a <laughs> both. But I, I think those are the only two I can think of. Can, can you think of anything else? You mean of characters between the two shows? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm sure I'm missing I... one, but. I don't know. I'd have to. I'd have to really think about it. But um, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. Um, it really wasn't a crossover. It wasn't like Daphne appears. Daphne. She just right. Yeah. Woman and you know, or Hurley didn't have the Peterman story with him. So. That would have been awkward, but that <laughs> was good. Yeah, because I I kind of wonder about that. I guess it never really bothered me because I, I liked both shows at the time. But, you know, you had, you think about uh, Ray Romano and uh, Kevin James when you compare mm-hmm. King and Queens and Everybody Loves Raymond. They mm-hmm. appeared as their, you know, shows. And the show really wasn't, I mean, it was on the same network, but there was no real correlation. But, you know, they appeared in character. I mean, it was almost like, you know, everybody loves Raymond was happening at the same time as King of Queens dancing. It was kind of interesting how they did that. Jay Peters, Jay Peterman did not join the show until season six of Seinfeld. Whoa, okay. In in fact, it was the last episode of season six. Yeah, so I'm guessing Frazier um, season two would happen a lot earlier. So very interesting. Six would be May of 1995, May 18th, 1995. So I've lost my Frasier. Two episode is. Yeah, while you're looking, I was going to say, um, you know, it was funny, and we're going to talk. We're, we're going to record our uh, Seinfeld next couple of minutes, but you know, Seinfeld kind of uh, had a slow first season and a half, and we're getting to be a, around uh, halfway through season two. It's starting to speed up. We're starting to get some ep- episodes we really like and everything. Yeah. Uh, Frazier, I like how Frazier's been consistent throughout. Like it wasn't. Oh my gosh, this first season's rough. I mean. Um, I don't know if Frazier ever sped up, like saying, wow, you know, season five was kicked by. I mean, unless you're really into the Niles Daphne right before they got together storyline. Uh, but but no, I thought, you know, Frazier was good throughout. So, Okay, so this John O'Hurley, who plays, mm-hmm. um, what's his name? Thomas J. Fallow mm-hmm. Frazier. This episode aired September 20th, 1994. Oh, okay. And he joined the show in the episode that, I'm sorry, he joined uh, 
Seinfeld in the episode that aired May 18th, 1995. Wow. So about six months, six, eight months, maybe. Well, and that's a good reminder, too, because, man, 94, I was a freshman in college, and <laughs> I wasn't watching Frasier at the time. Now, now, I've gotten to enjoy Frasier a little bit later on, but, man, it may have been season six or seven before I started regularly watching that. So, very good. My dog's trying to chime in the background, but hey, it's all good. He's thinking, right. he wants us to mention Eddie. Yes, yes. He's like, come on, <laughs> name your podcast after Marty. Come on, do it for Eddie. Yeah. All right. Well, um, any other thoughts on Fraser? We, um, we got our Seinfeld co-host is probably waiting in, uh, for us to do Seinfeld yeah. with him. Um, what's Not next really. week? What's next week on Fraser? Um, so to is it the one? Yes, it's <laughs> it's actually not a bad one. Okay. It's the one where um, Eddie. Um, we find out that Eddie has fathered a letter, a litter of kittens. Oh. Or, cat, cats. Yeah, <laughs> that would been a wild show. That would have been bad. That would have been a drama, probably. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, he, uh, <laughs> he, gets in, uh, he gets in some trouble. <laughs> the poor oh, Eddie. Wow. And then they, they want to have him fixed. And then they wimp out. And it, I think, isn't this the episode where they lose him, too? I think, yeah, because Niles goes on a wild goose chase. Was that it, or? Which Our house rules. I don't know. If, if it's not this one, it's one of the ones that's coming very soon. I I bring this up because I haven't. Uh, we used to talk about this each week, and then we kind of backed off a little bit since you know we're recording this. Um, still in the midst of COVID. Uh, some people think COVID's going away, and I think we're getting reminded by the day how it, it's still with us and serious. And I'm thinking that COVID's got a role to play in kind of slowing down reboot talk. But I'm looking for Twitter, and I'm not seeing any news right now. Just yeah. maybe a tweet or two a day, um, just about hey, what what could it be like? What you know, we all could do. Yeah. Um. Oh, here we go. I'm seeing an article. Let's finish off with this. Um, December 5th in Screen Rant. Um, ooh, they say Fraser's latest update on the project from Kelsey Grammer has some concern. Uh-oh. Uh, I'm kind of reading through wow. the... I mean, if I, was, if I was him, I would have concerns too because it seems like there's a lot of people who don't want to do it, you know? I mean, when last we heard who was going to do it. Right. So. Um, let me, and, and they're really paraphrasing this article. Uh, where did he say this at? Boy, this story isn't referring to where he mentioned this. Hmm. I, I'm guessing on social media, uh, because his most recent comments, he said, he and the writers are still cracking the story. They're quite happy of where they're at in the process. But as for the cast, uh, uh, Grammer says um, he's still unsure about which cast members are willing to return. Mm -hmm. um, you know, um, uh, Grammer said something similar when asked about the Fraser reboot before. And it's suggesting, again, this is according to the Screen Rant story, there hasn't been any significant progress in the show's development. 
which the community is encountering some issues. So, uh, you know, Grammar didn't say, hey, it's off, but, you know, there's been a couple months, and I really think part of it's COVID. I mean, there's not much on right now because of COVID. I think some people are trying. I think a lot of uh, stuff that's kind of in the works has been kind of shelved. But uh, Screen Ranch is saying, hey, since Grammar's still saying he's not sure which people are coming back, that's probably a sign that they haven't gotten uh, that much closer, you know? Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure every single show needs a reboot, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I used to argue with people about The Office, how much one of that rebooted. I yeah. mean, we've got, what did the phrase go? A lot of the seasons, I think The Office went eight. Yeah. You, you've got a bunch to watch. I mean, it, it's not like we have two episodes of Fraser to watch and we're done. I mean, you know, there's hundreds of, I mean, yeah, that's why you should listen to this podcast. I and mean, we're, we're going to be at this probably, oh, probably two years. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, if you're not happy with a two-year-long podcast, I mean, what do you want? What do you want from us and what do you want from Kelsey? Come on. Yeah. And I'm sure if we, you know, if we get to that, you know, we could look at the office or something else. So, yeah, no, I, but I'm just saying that because I've changed. Um, if we were talking about this a year or two ago, I'd be like, no, Laura, it's got to come back. And mm-hmm. although I'd like to see it come back, I'm, I'm okay with that, especially if some of the the main people aren't coming back. So, um, yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to see what ends up happening there. So. Yeah. All right. Well, we will reconvene next week uh, to talk about old Eddie being mm-hmm. a stud, <laughs> fathering lots of puppies. And as you can imagine, if you haven't seen the episode, Frazier's not pro dog. So a bunch of small yeah. Eddies. Do not and they're very that. cute. They are very yes. cute. Yes. <laughs> but it doesn't. That's beside the point. Yeah. Beside <laughs> the point. So. All right. Well, for more, this is Chris. Thanks for checking out the podcast. Uh, Have a great day, everybody.